Hey everyone, welcome to Tucker Talk Sports with yours truly, Anand Tucker. I have a good one for you today, where there's a general overview of the top players' performances at the 2020 US and French Open. Here we go. First, you have to say it was a well-run job by both Opens. Um, but here I'm going to look at the top players, specifically both men's and women's, see how well the top players competed, recap of the last two Opens and how unique it was to several other majors in the past, how it was such an impact in the tennis world. And then I'm going to go into my thoughts of how the Opens were, looking at specifically how old is still gold in men's tennis. And I would like to hear your thoughts as well on the sport. And so first I'm going to start with the U.S. Open and then I'll work it around towards the French Open. So on the men's side, first we have Novak Djokovic making it to the fourth round of the U.S. Open, having the little mishap, of course, hitting the line judge and getting defaulted. But before that, it was really smooth sailing for him, three to four sets every time, and he was really managing the court very well, and I wouldn't have been surprised if he took this major. Sissipas and Koric also. Sissipas lost to Koric in round three. It was a five-setter. It was a really good match, actually. Coach making it all the way to the quarterfinals, losing to Sasha Alexander-Zverev. But he's only 23, still young, big threat in the future, sometimes has this erratic playing style, but he's still young and he's got great potential. Next, I have the Australian Dimonor making it all the way to the quarterfinals, also 21 years old, losing to eventual champ team, but he played some really you know exciting tennis, beat some solid players, Kakanov, Gasquet. He's quick, he's agile, young, and he's got lots of potential as well. Uh, the Russians were also pretty good, had some solid performances, Medvedev and Rublev, Medvedev making it to the semis, and um, smooth sailing also, beat, I think, everyone straight sets until he versed Dominic team. Rublev had a little bit of an easier path, to be honest, than Medvedev, and he lost to him uh, prior, but, I mean, both both played really well, and there were uh, quite a few upsets, actually, on the men's side, Isner, Schwartzman. Dimitrov losing in the first or second round, so that was that was really interesting to see as well. So for the women's side, first you have to look at Serena, 39 years old. It's just amazing to see her playing after having a child. It's just wild to think about. And she had a few three-setters in, in this Open. She lost a great match to Azarenka in the semis, and she's still waiting for that 24th uh, title, tying Margaret Court. It always seems to be slipping her hands, but I think she'll eventually get it. And in women's tennis, you never really know what you're going to expect, honestly. I think that's what makes it more exciting to watch. You never know if you're going to get some upsets or if you're going to see this one dominant player in the open. And so it's just unique to watch. Uh, Sloane Stevens lost to Serena in round three. American had an okay performance. Same with Madison Keys, lost in round three as well. But she uh, retired in her match. But overall, women's tennis looks great in America. Uh, I, I really think there's a lot of potential there, and it should be really exciting to watch. Kerber, uh, solid run for being the 17th seed, losing in round four to Jen Brady, who made it to the semis. And she's getting a little bit older. You can tell her defensive style is not always working, but you never know. She has the experience. She has the playing style, so maybe she can bounce back in, in the future. Brady, uh, the British lady, 25 years old, playing excellent tennis, making all the way to the semifinals. Tough fight against Osaka, able to push her a lot, able to push her to her potential. That was a good match. And in women's tennis, you know, you can expect some more upsets as well since a lot of the players are close in talent and skill. Pushkova, a big name, losing in the second round. Kvitova, losing in the second as well. Kanta, uh, the Australian, losing uh, early as well. So those are uh, interesting things to look at.
and then we had the women's finals, uh, Osaka versus Azarenka. Azarenka, she had a pretty um, tough path getting there, versus Swiatek in the round three, uh, Mertens in uh, quarterfinals, uh, the great match against Serena in the semis. Osaka had a pretty, you know, it's a tough path as well, versus Jen Brady in the semis, and the quarterfinals versus the American Rogers. And um, in the finals match, Osaka was losing pretty badly in the first set. It almost looked like it was, Azarenka had full control of it. But Osaka was able to get into another gear and finish it up very nicely, actually. And um, it was a wonderful story how she came back and how she was able to dominate some more. And with Osaka, you know, you can tell there's a new face for women's tennis. Earned $37.4 million from prize money and endorsements, uh, beating an all-time record for women's um women athletes which uh previous record was serena's actually uh that's almost as much as damian lillard makes just to put things in perspective to basketball and as some of the other sports men's finals men's finals is also amazing match team versus verve team had a tough bet getting there also versing chillich in round three quarterfinals demonor semis medvedev that was a good match zverev also had a had a tough time as well he had a couple four setters five setters Korch uh, and quarters, Carano Busta in the semis, and of course, team in the finals. And it was just one of the best matches I've seen in a while, uh, even in pre COVID. Last one I can remember was probably the 2019 five setter Wimbledon Championship, Djokovic versus uh, Roger, where Djokovic beat um, Roger Federer 13 12 in the fifth set. That's how great of a match it was, I thought, honestly. Team deserved it. He's been in the sport longer he's been really striving for it Zverev choked on that second serve you could especially tell towards the end of the match the fourth fifth set but it just had a lot of grit had a lot of intensity passion for the game um it, it was just a great match to watch in general I have lots of hope for Sasha though I, I definitely think he can bounce back definitely think this will give him the fuel and that motivation to help him earn some uh, majors in the future but team's been chasing it for such a long time and this was definitely well learned and well deserved Moving on to the men's side of the French Open. First, I'll start with the um, champ of the U.S. Open, Dominic Team, Played very well, but just looking at him coming off of the U.S. Open victory, relaxing for a week, and then having to play another Grand Slam just takes a big toll on the body and the mind. But he was able to beat Chilich, able to beat Sock, definitely not easy matches, and make it all the way to the quarterfinals to verse Schwartzman. And that just says a lot about him as a player playing a whole Grand Slam, taking a week, and then having to play another one afterwards and make it to the quarters. Says a lot about him. Sissi Paz up next, ranked fifth in the world, beat Dimitrov and Rublev in straight sets. Tough competitors there also. Lost to Joko in five. Uh, it was a good long battle, and it was especially nice to see some of these young next-gen players giving the big four a fight, making them move, and making them you know, work hard to earn that victory. Uh, next, I have Zver making it to the fourth round. Seemed to struggle here. Not surprised, though, due to, you know, making it all the way to the finals in the U.S. Open, not having enough time to recoup. Again, it, it shows Zverev often lacking that drive to win. But after the tough loss in the U.S. Open, I think I think he'll have that energy this time to motivate himself to win this win an upcoming major. And on the men's side, there was actually a big upsets. Lots of big names here. Koric, Monfils. Nishikori, Chilich, Shapovalov, Medvedev, it goes on and on, losing in either the first or second round. So that was a big surprise on the men's side, actually. Then for the women's side, you have Halep 
played well actually for not being an attorney in such a long time, losing in the fourth round to eventual champ Svitek, ranked number one, so underperformed a little bit, but you know, still good play for you know this entire situation of COVID. Svitolina played well overall, made it all the way to the quarterfinals, struggled in the early rounds a little bit at some points, but she was able to pull through, however, and make it to the final eight. Kvitova, the Czech Republic player, able to bounce back from a poor performance in the U.S. Open, making it all the way to the semifinals. Awesome play. Fell a little short to Kennan, who was the finalist, the American player. Uh, won all her matches in straight sets. Very straightforward style of play, which was good to see. And it was good to see her bounce back from the previous Open. And then finally, Kiki Burton, the player from Netherlands, made it to the fourth round. Erratic playing style here. Went to the third set, 9-7 in round two. It was nearly a three-hour match. And so I think that may have hurt her a little bit, reason why she um, lost early in the uh, Open. And there were definitely upsets here also. Kanta losing to Coco Golf, the young American in the first round. Pushkova losing early to former Chap Ostapenko. Uh, Pushkova didn't really have great performances either of the Open, so hopefully she can bounce back next year. And Muguruza losing in round three of this Open. And Madison Keys losing very early, round one actually. And then for the women's championship, we had Schweitek versus Kennan. Straightforward match for the most part, honestly. Schweitek played very well the entire Open. Did not drop a set, actually. That's an awesome feat to have at such a young age. 19 years old, the Polish player uh, played very well. And I'm excited to see some more good stuff from her soon. Kennan, the American, played well also. Mentioned before that, you know, American tennis is in very good hands. Uh, lots of potential on the women's side, especially. She did have some scares early on, but overall, a great performance. The men's side, I think, was one that we all expected, that we were all looking forward to. Total domination from the King of Clay, Rafa. Monstrous performance overall, always at the French Open. 13 total titles at the French Open. Just insane to think about. Ties Roger for 20 titles. Big feat. And he didn't have an easy path, actually. He, he did have some tough opponents. Korda, Schwartzman, and then finally Novak. Djokovic, I thought, played to my expectations. I, I think most expected him to make it to the finals. I honestly expected him to win the U.S. Open. Unfortunately, he hit the line judge, and that, that led to the whole fiasco. But in the French Open, he beat Kakanov, Karen Obusta, Sissipas. Great record there, actually. Took a few extra sets to beat them. But overall, uh, well, that was a well-done performance. And it's definitely tough to beat Rafa multiple times, especially on the clay court, which is his specialty. And it's just great to see Rafa back on the court. You know, him missing the U.S. Open, him coming back to the French Open. And just total domination, just great tennis, actually, from both of them. And so with the women's side of tennis, these tournaments still show just these past two titles that you never know what you're going to expect. You're always going to have those major upsets with the top players or you might have that one dominant player cruising through one open and then struggling for the next title. However, Osaka is becoming that new face of tennis. She might be shy at times with interviews and things of that nature, but she's very vocal at what she's passionate about, specifically her heritage and her culture. And she has gained great respect from men's and women's athletes of all sports all across the world. And that's just a great feat to have at such young age, age 23. And then the next story is with Serena chasing that 24th title seems to be slipping out of her hands every single time. But if we just look back at it, just take a step back and look at things in perspective, her delivering a baby, her being 39 years old and arguably one of the top women's tennis players currently just says a lot about herself. And I do eventually think she'll get that title soon and tie it. And I, I honestly think she'll pass that and get a 25th title. So I'm hoping to see some great things from her soon. 
And then moving on to the men's side, the key phrase that pops in my head every single time when I think of men's tennis players, especially right now, is old is gold. The big four is old, but they're still classic players and they're still dominant. Rafa proving he's the king of clay still with 13 titles. Novak still just a menace on the court. If he didn't hit the line judge, honestly, he would have won the U.S. Open in my opinion. He was just playing at such a high level. However, the U.S. Open gives a sneak peek of what men's tennis would look like without the big four, without Roger, Rafa, Djokovic. And next-gen tennis looks really entertaining. They look like they have. there's a bright future ahead. There's not one dominant player here, unlike the big four, where there's like this just great group of players playing at such a high level where you predict them to win majors left and right and they still look like they're here to stay they're still playing at a higher level still making it to finals left and right and I, I expect great things from them as always and I hope this next gen can you know sneak in and give these guys more of a fight and prove that they can compete with them and beat them and honestly I would like to hear your thoughts as well see how the women's players and men's players performed in these two opens and what your thoughts are on where this game is moving towards Well, that's all for today, folks. I hope you join next time where I discuss some good old football, NFL December Showdown. See which see the team's records, performances, style of play, and which squads can sneak into the playoffs or just might miss it. Please give the podcast a rating or comment on what you thought of the show. And thanks for listening to Tucker Talk Sports. See ya.